Welcome to House Call with Dr. Mack, where you get a real doc with straight talk for the whole you. It's here in the House Call community where we have created an inviting space for you to hear individuals' health stories, gain healthcare providers and other experts' perspectives. It is our mission that with the knowledge you gain, you will be able to connect your own health dots, see a complete picture of yourself, and begin to experience whole person care. So let's sit down. Let's get started. Let's have some conversations. Let's connect these dots. Let's get some straight talk. Welcome back, House Call community. We are here to have another one of our wonderful conversations. If you're joining us for the first time, this is a place where we have created where people come and tell their health stories, and we have healthcare providers and other experts come in and share their experiences and their perspectives. And we hope that as you allow us to make a house call with you, that you begin to connect your own health dots and begin to make better health choices. And today I am so excited because I have here in the house call community, Mrs. Stephanie Gaines Bryant, who's here to talk about yoga. I am so excited about this conversation. Welcome to the house call community. Thank you so much for inviting me. Oh my goodness. So I heard your conversation with Liz Anderson on her podcast, Planet Now, yes. about yoga. And I'm listening, I'm cleaning, I'm doing, I was actually taking down Christmas decorations. Okay. (laughs) And as I'm putting up the lights and putting things up, I was like, we have not talked about yoga in the house call community. And just your perspective, your personal experience, as well as coming from an instructor's experience. That's why I said, we have to have you come in and talk to us today. Well, I'm glad you did. So... We're going to start back at your health experience because you come with two different perspectives. You come as someone who needed yoga for their health and then you transition and now you have some expertise in yoga. So can you start with your personal story on how yoga affected your health and why you even got into yoga? Well, I started yoga because I had chronic back pain. Mm. I am a putt-putt jogger, so I like to run. Um, It's sort of a moving meditation for me, and it has been for a long time. But um, And I've uh, run at least three dozen half marathons. Wow. So all of that pounding over the years really took its toll on my lower back. Mm -hmm. Uh, Was in and out of physical therapy. Oh. And I hated physical therapy. Yeah. (laughs) But I thought that's what I had to do. Okay. Um, So the last physical therapy session I was in... The therapist said, well, you need to quit running. And Mm. she said, that's what you really need to do so you don't have to come back and forth to um, these sessions. So um, I I said, no, I'm not going to quit. And she said, well, I'll see you back in three weeks. And I said, no, you won't. And so I started looking for a more holistic way. Of, of dealing with the back issues. Okay. And I was riding down the street and I saw a sign that said Crofton Yoga. <laughs> and so I stopped and picked up a brochure. And next thing I knew, I was taking classes. And I knew from the first posture, from the first downward dog. Wow. That I just wanted to do this thing. It, my body felt so amazing. Really? Yes. That immediate? That immediate. Immediate. 
It huh. just it felt so amazing. The stretching, the strengthening, uh. the breathing. It was just for me. You know, like when you meet the person of your dream. Yes, yes. You know that, that that person or that thing is for you. Right. It was just for me. Wow, that immediate. And so had you had any experience with yoga prior to driving down the street and seeing the yoga class in Crofton? Well, what I used to do is I would buy yoga tapes. Oh, okay. And I would never use them. (laughs) I would watch them doing it, but I wouldn't do it myself. Okay. As a matter of fact, I had such a big collection that I gave my sister half of them. I said, oh, you want some yoga tapes? Oh, wow. I don't know. I I have no idea what that was. Huh. Maybe it was some kind of omen that one day I would be doing yoga. Wow. But I had a whole drawer of yoga tapes that I would, or I might have tried it. Once it got uh-huh. halfway through it okay. and didn't like it, so threw it in the drawer, then I'd buy another one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, but I had never taken a yoga class. Nothing wow. like that. Okay, so you are in this yoga class, and you're saying from the first yoga class, yes. you are feeling this difference. Yes. So now you're saying, okay, this is what's going to help me. How... How much more, how many more sessions did you have to do before you were like, wow, this has prevented me from going back to the physical therapist? Well, um, I knew immediately it was it was within a year Ah. that I stopped having that sciatic pain. And also I knew immediately that I wanted to share this. I wanted to share this experience, this this new thing. I had never really taught anything before. Back in the late eighties and early nineties, I taught aerobics. Oh, that's my <laughs> secret. Jane that's on, that's on my bucket list. That's my little secret bucket list. <laughs> aerobics instructor. Well, yes, because I had the Jane Fonda workout. Yes, and I would do it in my room. Wow. So you'd done that kind yeah. of off and on. Yeah, but well, no, I just did that for like two years oh, to make okay. extra money. And I hadn't done that in like 20 years. Oh, And so, but something in me just knew that I wanted to share this, especially when I walked into that yoga class. Yes. I was the only African-American woman. Yes. And I was the largest woman mm. in the class. But me not be ever, I've never been self-conscious. Okay. okay. <laughs> so it's like, they're doing their thing. I'm doing my okay, thing. Okay. I'm not going to worry about, I mean, you look around and you notice yes, that you're yes. the darkest thing in there and that you are the largest yeah, thing yeah. in there. Got a little more hips and curves than everybody else does. But I just did my thing. Okay. And I wanted to share it with my community. I believe mm-hmm. that yoga is for every body. I don't mm. believe you have to be a size two. Okay. 120 pounds to do yoga and reap the benefits. It uh. is for all bodies. Yoga was invented by little men in caves. Hmm. Okay. They okay. did not wear Lululemon. Yes, ma'am. I'm so glad you said that. So all of this that we see in, in, in Western society, that's all stuff we created. That is not what yoga is truly about. Wow. So how did you then your journey begin with the sharing part? Well, within a year. I decided to um, enroll in their teacher training program. 
And so that started in January of 2012. Okay. And it was a nine-month course. Wow. And so I took that. And while I was doing the teacher training, just out of nowhere, I said, because there were two other African-American women in the training. I think there were like nine of us. Hmm. And there were two other African-American women. And I said, I, I just blurted out, I said, I want my own studio. I said, I'm going to have my own studio. Never ran a business, no nothing. <laughs> really? <laughs> Because I didn't want to work for anyone else. And I knew what my mission was. I knew who my target audience was going to be. And I felt like I wanted to go out there and do that on my own. Yes, yes. So what are the benefits of yoga? I mean, how does yoga benefit us in, in our health? That's what I really want us to talk about today so people can understand it's not just some frou-frou, she-she poses or, you know, this self-care kind of hashtag self-care type of, but it really has some physiological benefits. It absolutely healed me. Wow. It really did. Take it from someone who suffered for many years with the sciatic pain. It really healed me. Mm-hmm. And it healed me because what it does is mind, body, and spirit. Yes. So if yes. you're just doing exercises in, 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 in complicated postures, that's not what it's all about. Okay. It's all about doing the postures a moving meditation, breathing into the postures as you're working. Wow. And for me, the health benefits, the benefits period have just been overwhelming. So it has been more than just a a back thing. Uh Along with the moving meditation, I've also found that through yoga, I found me in a lot of different ways. Because you're connecting with yourself in a way that we usually don't. Usually we walk around in these bodies Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and we don't feel our bodies. The only two times we feel our bodies is when something hurts and when we're having sex. Otherwise, this is nothing more than a shell. Yoga makes you feel your body. When you're doing certain stretches, you feel the stretch in the back of your legs. You feel the stretch in your neck, your shoulders. You feel your core. And I believe that feeling the body is one of the first steps in healing yourself. Yes, ma'am. That is phenomenal. Absolutely. You have hit on a point where you keep talking about... There are two that I want us to talk about, moving meditation as well as breathing. And I even um, talk about breathing with my clients and, and patients a lot of times because when we're stressed, we do the shallow breathing. Absolutely. You're breathing from up here. Exactly. You need to breathe down here. Yes. You need to breathe in that abdominal area. You need to feel your lower abdomen. Mm-hmm. You need to feel the air in your rib cage. You should feel the air in your back. No, we breathe over 25,000 times a day. How many times do you pay attention to your breath? Zero. When you can pay attention to your breath and center yourself, mm-hmm. it can change your life. Yes, yes, yes. I we we have a gentleman that came on to talk about his mental health, 
and wellness. And he was talking about breathing and was talking about there was a cadence that he had learned through basically using not necessarily yoga, but there was a type of meditation that he was taught as part of his healing. And he was saying it was like the slow drag in and then the hold it and then breathe out. And that takes you into a centered place. Yes. And, and, and I tell my students, if you can just sit for five minutes a day before you put your feet on the floor mm-hmm. to go get your cup of coffee mm-hmm. or to tend to the children or to do whatever it is your morning routine is, if you can just sit and take in 10 breaths wow. every morning with your eyes closed and just feel yourself breathe, just ride that wave of breath in and out of your body. 10 times over the weeks, make it 20, 30, Mm. but increase as you move along. You will notice the difference in how you deal with life. Yes. How you deal with your coworkers, how you deal with your family members. You will find yourself just more calm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. You have to remember, too, you're actually adding more oxygen into your body. So you have more oxygen grabbing onto your hemoglobin molecules that are going to your brain, that are going to your heart, that are going to your major organs. So that breathing is has a physiological consequence or or end effect. And there's this is not just something we're saying. Mm -mm. It has been scientifically proven over and over and over again. There is so much research on that where simple breathing and meditation changes the way your brain functions. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Because it does, it it actually takes and it will have an effect on the neurotransmitters. Absolutely. That are now released from the neurons, the brain cells, so that you can have that dopamine pathway to be released. So that's that reward system. It can help your serotonin, which helps with your sleep. So there's so many different benefits that we can get from just breathing alone. Exactly. And as uh, African-American women, we suffer from chronic diseases at a disproportionate rate. One out of five African-American women were either overweight or morbidly obese. We're dealing with hypertension. We're dealing with diabetes, certain types of cancers we have at a disproportionate rate. And in moving toward greater health, one of those simple things that you can incorporate into your life is the yoga and the breathing. Mm -hmm. Now, in particular, I study mindfulness. Okay. Breathing. Uh, John Kabat-Zinn. I'm not um, aware of that. Yes. So tell, tell us a little bit about yeah. that. Mindfulness breathing, it doesn't incorporate any religion. You can mm-hmm, be of mm-hmm. whatever religion because a lot of times people get, oh, so what? what is this, Buddhism? Right, this right. Like, right. No, it's just breathing. Uh-huh. Okay. okay. There's okay. no religion. You don't have to re- attach a religion to Absolutely. it. Okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So mindfulness breathing is paying attention on purpose. You're paying attention to your breath on purpose. There's mindful eating, there's mindful smelling, there's a yoga is a mindful exercise because you're paying attention to what your body feels like when you are in certain postures. And wow. a, but one of the things I caution people because uh, people will come into my studio and they'll say, Well, the doctor said I should do yoga. There's so many different types of yoga you can do, and I know I've been to many yoga classes. And if I had started yoga going to that particular class, I wouldn't have continued. So you've got to be patient with yourself 
in finding a class that fits your needs. There you go. So you don't want to take a power yoga class and you're just looking for something that's more meditative. Mm. You're looking for more of a meditative postures class. Okay. You don't want to take a hot yoga class if that's, if you want some more variety because in hot yoga with that Bikram yoga, you do the same posture as each class. If you want some more variety. So, you know, look around and find what's best for you. There is a yoga that fits your needs, that suits whatever need you have. So it may take you a little bit to shop around. You can't just say, oh, yoga is not for me. Yes. You have to be able to look and see and and have that opportunity to say, okay, I tried over here. That didn't work. I need to try something else. Yes. Let's go and try the different types of yoga. Yes. That's what I'm hearing. To find out what suits you. Because like I said, if I had walked into, I remember when I was in teacher training, we had to to visit different yoga schools to try different types of yoga. Oh. And so I walked into, I've never liked a lot of heat. I walked into (laughs) a hot yoga class. I think I was an Eskimo in another life. I don't know. (laughs) I'm just not one for a lot of heat. Yes. Walked in there and it was 190 degrees. <laughs> I mean, it was it was hot in there, and I walked in. I couldn't breathe, and I I just felt I felt that panic in my chest. Ah, I so felt you the, wouldn't have gotten any benefit. So day. my friend, because I brought a girlfriend along, yeah. and she looked at my face and she said, "Let's go out in the lobby for a few minutes." Okay. So I went out in the lobby and I can compose myself, and we went back in and I did the class, but it was not for me. Mm. It was not for me. Okay. Also. When you do find a class that is right for you, you need to be patient with your body. Okay. You are not going to be yoga master Uh in two classes. I'm so glad you brought that up. So this is a great way to talk about transitioning into, do you have to be of a certain physical fitness level to even consider yoga? Um, you know, can somebody of a certain age, you know, if you are in that mature phase of life, can you start yoga even if you haven't done yoga? I have taught people from 10 to 80. Really? As a matter of fact, I have a woman who's in my Friday class and she will be turning 81 years old and she keeps up with everyone. Wow. I also do chair yoga for senior citizens or people with limited mobility, people who have had knee replacements and hip replacements. And so not everyone is senior, but, but everybody has some sort of issue, whether it's age or some sort of physical, I get a lot of people with disc issues. Yes. Yes. So when we do the chair yoga, you sit in your chair, you're not doing a whole bunch of vinyasa flow downward dogs. We're sitting in our chair and we're getting healthy. I make you sweat a little bit, you stretch, you strengthen, you breathe, but we're doing it all in a chair. So you don't have to have, you don't have to be at a certain physical fitness level. You don't have to have previous experience with yoga. No, but like I said, you have to be patient with yourself. If you go into class, I offer beginner classes, Mm -hmm. but if you go into a class and you're kind of falling apart with the routines and you're not, be patient with yourself. Just like with everything else, you're not going to learn it overnight. You're not going to do it over. It takes time. Yes, yes. Now tell us about your target audience. You mentioned that a little while ago and you said you wanted to share and you also had a particular target audience in mind. 
Can I you wanted, tell us about that? I wanted African-American women mm. of all body types. When you walk into my studio, no one. I have women from size 2 to size 22. Really? Yes, I do. And they move, we move, we laugh, we stretch, we strengthen, and we have a good time. Nobody's looking around to see, oh, my God, look right, at her. Right, right, look right, at, right. It's not even about that. When you walk into my studio, I want you to feel comfortable in your body. Mm. And thank God I've been able to do that. I've been able to attract women of every size, every nationality you can possibly think of. And that is my goal to make sure that I want the world to know that yoga is for every body, every body type. You can do it. Wow. And you don't have, you, and people aren't looking around feeling self-conscious because they know Stephanie's got their back. Yes. I'm not looking at you like that. Yes. Yes, absolutely because I've been to gyms before and you're, you know, the instructor. I've seen where the instructors had that side eye to the person that you know it took them all it had in them to even just show up. And so now you've got the instructor looking at you cross-eyed. You have the other people you're wondering how they're looking at you. And they never come back. Yes. It took everything in them to even come. And so hearing that you have created a space that is inviting, that is warm, that is welcoming and saying, hey, you can do this is just absolutely wonderful. And we try I try to be as encouraging as possible. Okay. You, you can do this, your body can do this. And guess what? If your body can't do it, uh-huh. it is okay. Mm. Yes. It is okay, especially with the men with the full <laughs> okay. flexibility. Uh be like how do you walk around? <laughs> <laughs> You know, and sometimes you really have to work with people, but it gets to a point where do what you can do. Okay. And if you can't go beyond that point, it's okay. We, you'll still reap the benefits of this wonderful practice. Yes. Yes. This is awesome. This is wonderful. I could sit here and talk to you for All day. I can sit here and talk to you all day. But I'm looking at our time, and I want us to start, you know, wrapping things up in terms of um, putting a nice little bow on this. So would someone that has had, say, um, a significant life event should, you know, say they've been in an accident and they are doing, you know, physical therapy, after they do the physical therapy, they can start doing yoga, or can they do it in conjunction with the physical therapy? I would suggest that you ask your doctor. Okay, okay. And if the doctor says that it's okay, because I, I hear this all the time, people saying, oh, this the same. these are the same exercises that my physical therapist does. Right, okay, okay. So but it's a difference. If you're, yeah, if your doctor gives you the okay, come on in. okay. Okay. So, yeah, and, and, you know, they're different. You don't want to do a fast-paced yoga power workout. Mm-hmm. You you want to start off slow. You may want to take the beginner's class. Okay. You may, may want to take it easy when you're doing But that's another thing. You have to pay attention to what your body is telling you. It's not supposed to hurt. If something okay. is hurting you, okay. 
back off of it. Uh-huh. I am not here to injure you. Okay. Because if you get injured, you're not coming back. Right. So right. I've lost a, uh, I've lost a client. Right. So you've got to take care of yourself. A lot of times people are very um, competitive. Mm-hmm, I saw mm-hmm, her do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm going to do that. No. Pay attention to what your body is telling you. And if your body is saying back off, back off. Maybe in a couple of months you'll be able to do that. But right now, listen to your body. And how often does someone need to do yoga to get the benefits? You know, should it be something that's more than once a week? Well, it depends. I understand that people have lives. Mm -hmm. That I am not the priority. (laughs) (laughs) So most of my folks come once or twice a week. Okay. Okay. And I think you sh- you can do it along with other things. If you come to me once a week and do something else uh-huh. once a week, if you want to do Zumba once a week right. or kickboxing once a week, but do th- or walk. Walking is wonderful. Yes. Yes. That's yes. another moving meditation. Yes. So if you want to do me once or twice a week and you walk several days a week, that's, that's great. Good. Yes. That's good. And I've heard you say this a couple times, moving meditation. I love that that term is while I was listening to you um, on your other conversation with Liz, I had that aha moment that my exercise routine is a type of moving meditation while I was talking with you. I mean, while I was listening to you talk because I said, I, it, it actually helps my brain to calm down. I have this clarity. That's when sometimes my problems get solved, you know, or the anxiety goes down. And so my husband and I had this conversation when I had that aha moment. It's like, Exercise, that's t- a type of moving meditation. Absolutely it is. So you don't have to sit still. Exactly, because some people, that's just not for them. And not all meditation is, mm, you're, uh, right, <laughs> you're right. sitting in silence with the candles and all that. Sometimes it's walking in nature. Yes. It's walking through a path and looking at the trees and the grass and the sky and the birds and just just taking all of that in, breathing all of that in. Yes. So it, from what I'm hearing you say is that meditation or moving meditation is that time that you can take yes. for yourself to connect with yourself and your higher power, to be able to just have that time where you block out the rest of all of the stimuli and be able to center Yes. And get centered. Yes. And it doesn't have to be a religious type of meditation. No, it doesn't. Like I I mentioned, Mm -hmm. I I do the mindfulness meditation. I teach children. I teach senior citizens. I teach first responders. There Mm. is no religion attached to breathing. There's no religion attached to centering. It just is. Yes. Yes. So how would a person prepare for their first class? Say that they're saying, okay, I'm going to go. I've decided I'm going to start yoga now. What, would, what, what type of advice would you give them for that first class? Just bring a mat and an open mind mm. because you are going to stretch things that you haven't felt <laughs> in a long time. <laughs> things that you didn't even know were there. <laughs> open, open your mind to sitting mm. in silence and breathing. Open your mind to breathing into those muscles. Just open your mind to the experience. Don't be so quick to judge. We make quick judgments about everything. Just keep your mind open to the experience of feeling and seeing and being Mm -hmm. in a way that you may not have ever been before. Wow. 
That is, that's great advice. Great advice. And before I let you go today, we usually ask our um, guests to give our community a tip of the day. It can be on the topic that we're talking about or anything that's on your heart. So if you would give us a tip of the day that I would really appreciate. My tip of the day and something I try to, to say over and over again, five minutes a day. If before you put your feet down and walk into the kitchen to get your cup of coffee or to tend to the children, just breathe. Just sit with yourself in silence and breathe. It will change your life. Well, House Call community, this has been a power-packed conversation. I know you're going to go back and take down some notes, be them electronic or your old-fashioned pen and paper, and just go back through this conversation and grab all of those nuggets. And until next time, we'll see you back here in the community. Bye now.